Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Client Show, where our goal is to help you build client relationships at Delight. My name is Ben Butler, and I'm joined here in studio, beer in hand, by my co-host, Andrew Dimsky. Andrew, how you doing? Ben, I'm fired up to be here right now because we're talking about enthusiasm in the client relationship process. I think it's a great topic, and I think we've got a great beverage to talk about this. I know. And, you know, it wasn't even really intentional, but I think beer is the perfect beverage to talk about this topic because the more of it we drink, the more enthusiastic we're going to get. This and I is, think that's the bottom line. This is going to be pure delight, Ben. Very excited. I know. This this yingling is pure delight too. Yummies. Uh, but what I really want to say on this right away is our client's happiness has a lot more to do with us then we realize because as an agency, we set the pace and we need to set a good example from the beginning. Totally agree. We're going to kick this off number one with you set and you initiate the relationships, emotional levels when you're working with a client. Ben, I think this goes back to the point where we just want to be um, strategists. We want to be folks who lead the conversation with a framework. We want to guide the relationship. We don't want to be reactive through the process and that posture really emanates through enthusiasm uh, in the process there as well. You have have to initiate that. Yeah. And I think we have to make this point as well is that it's not always appropriate to be enthusiastic, but when you're initiating a new relationship, you have to ask yourself as you're going through the sales process and through, you know, new client onboardings, ask yourself, how do you want your relationship to go? Do you want it to be exciting? Do you want it to be full of victory? Well, if you do, and I don't know anyone who doesn't, then it won't always happen on its own. Clients might be a little shy. They might never have worked with an agency or they might have had a terrible experience with an agency before. And so they're going to be looking to you to set the emotional pace for how the relationship's going to go. Love it. It can also help by just giving context to absolutely everything. Do you want to share a little bit about why context is important? Yeah, and that's point number two is you, as the agency, give context to everything that happens. So what what is really important to keep in mind here is that if you are delivering results that are amazing, you need to be sure that the way that you report on those results really passes that along to, hey, this is amazing. Now, if I sat here and said to you, yes. We had 30 leads this week and 10 of them became customers. Would you be excited about that? I really don't think so. And I mean, just to quote a random stat, that's incredible results. So you need to be coming in there rather and saying, man, oh my goodness, compared to most of our clients, we never hit this benchmark until month two or three. But this week, we hit this point of sale. We hit this, we hit this, and we're just absolutely blazing here. So I think it's really important to be enthusiastic and to really have that shine through in everything you do because you are giving context to everything that's happening. And a lot of these things could be fresh to a client. They've never heard of this specific method that you're doing or they've never heard of this metric that you're sharing. And so you need to set the pace well and give great context to it so that they're excited because, again, they're looking to you for that excitement. Yeah, you're going to lead with it and I think it can be tempting to – since we live in inbound all day, you know, we, we eat, breathe this stuff to overlook some of the things that can be really exciting. So when you're meeting with a client, be sure to share the wins with them and be enthusiastic about the little wins because 
the little wins add up to big wins at the end of the day. So you want to shine the spotlight through your reporting process onto those little wins, be enthusiastic about them, and tell them why they matter. Be enthusiastic about that, the why, not necessarily just the, the, the tactic or the result, but what does it mean to the business? We can infuse some enthusiasm there and help the buy-in going through the process. That's going to be really, really helpful, just the overall health of the client relationship at that point. And another thing that's really important about enthusiasm, giving context and enthusiastic context to things, is whenever you think about the initial strategy sessions, you know, you think about those roundtable discussions, those phone calls, whatever you have in place for your situation and for your client, if you show fatigue during the strategy sessions, then your clients again are going to follow suit and they're going to start to show fatigue as well. And if you're both showing fatigue, you're not going to bring out the best ideas you possibly can. Come in, energize the situation, get those strategy sessions bouncing, and I promise you, you'll see better results. Another reason that this is so important, Ben, and I love this point, is you want your, you want your clients to feel like they matter. You want them to feel that you love them, that they're special, that, that you're really invested in their success. So you kind of hit it on a little bit earlier when you said, you know, we haven't really seen this this early for, for our clients. You make them feel special in that sense, but just overall, make them feel valuable. They're really going to react well to that. Yeah, and once you graduate from a necessity-based model, and what I mean by that is where you're just trying to keep the lights on and you're taking – basically anyone who comes in the door at first to a model where you can literally pick and choose who you're working with, you are going to start relationships where you're going to absolutely love your clients because you have a choice in the matter. And sometimes your first reaction can be, you know, you're battle-hardened agency leader. You know, you live and breathe this stuff. It's so normal to you. Your first reaction might be to not really demonstrate appreciation or to really show them how valued they are. But it, you should really be thinking at every level, if you love your clients, how can I show my clients that I love them? How can I show them that they matter and how appreciative that I am to have them and for our agency to be working with them? I guess so important. Do a little self-analysis there and think about some ways that you can use that goal to differentiate your agency. Is it sending them a box of cookies? Is it sending them a photo of you and your team having a good time doing something silly? You know, what's different? That sounds a little wacky right off the top of the head, but how can you go out of your way to make them feel special and treat them well? That enthusiasm is going to only, you know, increase the transparency of your team, increase the openness and the dialogue that you share. It, I think it's going to create an atmosphere, and we've seen this, it's going to create an atmosphere of honesty, Ben. Because if you have a client that you don't have that sort of a relationship with, they are going to be less likely to share a possible problem because they don't feel comfortable. They don't feel like you're there in this thing together. So enthusiasm and just being excited about the relationship, I think, can help the client feel more comfortable to share those things that might be bothersome so that you can address them earlier in the process than you could otherwise. Yes, and that is such... Such a valuable point, which leads us to number four, which is you want your clients to be excited to chat with you. And that that's such a good segue into what we're talking about here is that there is a lot of interaction that has to happen in a su successful client relationship. The last thing you want is someone to dread meeting you, emailing you, or calling you. So by being positive and enthusiastic, 
you're going to demonstrate to your clients that you're someone who's enjoyable to chat with regardless of the context of your conversation. Andrew, do you want to dive into a quick example of how the enthusiasm and the client being excited to chat with us came in handy? Yeah, I think like there's always those people when you see their name show up on your phone as they're calling you, you're just like, oh, I don't want to talk to these people. Well, that's not the place you want to be. You want to be able to infuse that enthusiasm into the conversation. So a big website redesign that we recently did um, was an example where we were able to showcase a bunch of value going through that process. And even though we had to deliver some you know, negative news, this was a tight time frame project. So they were getting ready for a big product launch. The website needed to be done before it, but we had a few things that couldn't go into it. We needed to communicate that. Um, that the deadline wouldn't be reached if all of the if they wanted all these things in there. That's a hard conversation to have, but I think what we had done prior to that, uh, thanks a lot to the way that Ben had managed the relationship, was we had positioned ourselves as you know a real partner. They knew that we were in this together, that we were both invested in hitting this deadline. We had demonstrated a an ability to execute and to communicate well prior to that. So. When we came to the point where they wanted to add something into the project but still maintain the original deadline, we we had a posture and a place and I guess you'd say uh, a, an element of trust established where we could just share with them, hey, if you want this, we can't make it happen by that deadline because we've already got all these things on our plate. And that the enthusiasm and the relationship that went into that prior to that put us in that position so that we could convey that and still move forward together. So. That's one example of just how it sets enthusiasm sets the table for harder conversations. You know, it might not be enthu- it might not be good to infuse enthusiasm into that conversation where you say, "Hey, we're not going to be able to do this by the deadline." You don't want to be like super cheery about that, but setting the table, you know, three, four, five, six calls prior to that, and just being excited about being in an engagement with them, excited about the project, excited about the progress, all those things position you for that type of a harder, more stoic conversation. Yeah, and I, I think the thing it does is point number five is it makes you more approachable and in a later kind of thought, more referable. And so by establishing a consist, consistent reputation over those emails, those phone calls prior, being enthusiastic, positive, and in, just plain enjoyable to be around and interact with, you're going to create a relationship where your clients aren't afraid to voice concerns or questions. And too often, relationships fail because people are afraid to share their concerns, their complaints, their whatever they have in mind that they do not like. If they're not willing to approach you and they and you don't seem someone who's worth approaching, they're just going to keep tucking these things away until one day, you know, one dark and stormy day that the storm that comes out of nowhere on a sunny day and just downpours, that relationship is going to come to an unexpected head and is going to blow up. So you need to be establishing a reputation that makes you approachable. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's not just being perky on the phone. I think it's also doing your homework and coming prepared because a lot of feedback we've gotten from clients has been, thank you for understanding our industry and doing work to get where we're at. So that we don't just want to be – this isn't just a posture or a voice tone um, or just like a fluffy relationship. It's having that presence on the phone, having the the re- relationship and trust built but backing it up with really sound work, a good product. All of these things are just spitting in the wind without a solid product. That's where a framework 
helps you as an agency. That's where a process helps you as an agency. Something like an inbound game plan where you're establishing a clear strategy with mutually agreed upon expectations. Having that structure in place so then you can put the icing on the cake, so to speak, with the enthusiasm and the direction that you bring to these meetings, that's going to position you really well. They're going to be more approachable, so it's going to open the door for conversations that they might hold close to the chest previously, and also they're going to be more likely to refer you to other companies. You're going to come up in more conversations because you've differentiated yourself from anyone else that they've worked with because of the the personal one-on-one contact that you've been able to make. Yeah, and whenever someone refers you, and I think a, a lot of agencies, you know, they consider this as part of their business model and something they always think about. How can we get more referrals? Well, just by being that enthusiastic, positive person who, and again, I love what you just said, Andrew, about how enthusiasm translates into passion and passion translates into research and interest and just soaking up knowledge. Uh, if a, a client sees you as someone who's enthusiastic, soaking up knowledge, who's enjoyable to work with, then they are going to open up the doors to their network. And the one thing you have to consider here is that when a client refers you to someone in their network, they are thus being represented by you as an agency. So they're never going to refer you to someone if they don't think that you're going to do the same amount of delight that you did for them. And so by being a delightful person and a delightful agency to deal with, they will feel confident about you interacting with their colleagues and people in their network, and ultimately that's going to draw in some referrals for you. Oh, yeah. it's If you refer someone, you're really kind of putting your personal stamp of approval on it and saying, hey, I vouch for these guys. They are They create quality things. You're going to enjoy that process. So, Ben, we shared five – Uh, reasons here why enthusiasm through the client servicing process is so important. Do you want to send folks home with any final thoughts before we wrap up? Yes, two things. Try Yingling. It's delicious. And two, be enthusiastic in your relationships. It's it's something that honestly, you're really shooting yourself in the foot if you're not doing right now. And it might not be baked into who you are as a person but it's something that you can practice. It's something you can train and in your own way find a grasp on. But in the long run, you're going to have happier clients and you're going to have a more fruitful business by doing so. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Thank you for just taking the time out of your busy day to join with us in this journey. We're all here together trying to craft better client relationships, stretch stretch old ideas, come up with new ones, and put them together in a way that really delivers delight at the end of the day to the clients that we're working with. If you've enjoyed the show, Ben and I would love some feedback in iTunes. You can head over to iTunes, just search Happy Client Show and leave us a review there. That means the world because it gives us feedback to improve and it also helps spread the Happy Client vibes to the rest of the world.